Fellow heroes and force users of all ages, hello there. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my dear friends and fellow nerf herders, Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Dino Nicandros. <laughs> friends is a generous word. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Whatever, Dino! <sighs> Today we are discussing the Bad Batch finale. Finally! (laughs) Parts one and two together in one convenient episode. Episode 15, Return to Camino, was directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written by Jennifer Corbett. And episode 16, Camino Lost, was directed by Saul Ruiz and also written by Jennifer Corbett. And by God, we're Star Wars fans! And who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Tangentino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. Oh, wow. Well, um, the Bad Batch. The Bad, the bad Batch. I can't believe that was 16 weeks. Yeah, that was that was like what, what is that 4 months ago? Have we been doing this for Wait, a have long we been time? doing this for so long? Yeah, we yeah. have. It also feels somewhat shorter, I think, because we were covering Loki at the same time. Yeah. yeah. That's probably true. That seems like a distant memory. Yeah, like Loki feels like forever ago, but I think its finale was only what like a month. Yeah, like three, four weeks ago. Yep. But it's it's inside our hearts forever. forever. It will never leave. Or if you pay $8 a month, it is available to <laughs> You can watch it anytime you want. <laughs> or 12 I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I could rewatch it again now. Anyways, let's talk about The Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, do we want to, like, before we go into, because I mean, I'm going to definitely give y'all, because I know none of you remember anything about it, so I'm going to give you guys a little rundown. But, like, before <laughs> we do that, do you guys have any, like, thoughts and feelings? Um. Well, while you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll think <laughs> while you give the summaries. Go ahead. Well, hit us I don't know. Them. I, I, I do feel... have one. Oh, Dino does. There it is. And this is the only point I will make today. So Do good, so oh, good luck to The you only guys. one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I think if if we had gone into season one with the understanding there was going to be a season two, that would have reframed the expectation of what to expect. Certainly. Mm-hmm. And um Meaning you wouldn't have expected much. I, I think that's why it felt a little underwhelming. I hear you. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. If we just went in knowing, even in the middle of the season, that we were yeah. going for a season two, we would have been like, okay, so they're not going to wrap up what we'd like them to wrap up. Right, yeah, and yeah. and we've been talking all season about this big clone civil war and how does Boba factor in and where the hell did Cad Bane go? And, sure. and a, a lot of sure. stuff just, mm-hmm. I, again... If if we had known there was a season two earlier, I, I don't think that question sense. is a problem. Like, yeah, we're like, okay, we're gonna ease I mean, into the story. I think I think I mean we 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 we, bleh, 
in our sort of breakdowns, ev- like, you know, every week, we had kind of sort of alluded to, like, it felt like, especially with, like, some of these one-offs where we're like, oh, yeah. that would felt like sort of a filler episode. But then we were like, oh, you know, it felt like they were purposefully setting up this character so that, like, way later down the line, we'd be like, oh, remember that time where he did the derp derp Oh, my God. Wow, that has so much deeper meaning now. So I, it, I think we kind of knew. That being said, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. They probably could have squeezed it into like a shorter amount of episodes. Um that I I go back and forth though too cuz like I I I I probably would rather have and actually I'm curious what you guys think would like would you rather have too many episodes where it was like really drowned out but you got a lot of really good character development or would you rather it be too little episodes where you feel like you don't really know who the characters are but you're getting a lot of plot Um, I'd prefer character, but I, I prefer character. Right, I think same too. Yeah, but I think that and the I feel issue. Like that's, and I we, feel like what they what they did with the show, but I mean, they probably could have done this, it with like slightly less. Yeah, with at least three or four subtracted from the bunch. Yeah, I think. Yeah, just just because, and I think we talked about this last week. Just because on some of these more quote unquote side quest episodes. Hmm. Uh we didn't really get a whole lot of new information as About far as were. character goes. Sure. We got yes. cool we got cool yeah. adventures. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're I mean, fun. There, there were there were a couple of them where we met some like new characters, I guess. Like one of the ones that we thought was sort of a filler episode was the the mine the, the minecart episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um you know, but we did get to learn about good old what's his face. Which I've already forgotten his name, so that's a good sign. Um, um the uh, the horn. Uh, he's one horn. Yeah, the Willy. one horn, one horn guy. What's his name? Gregor? No, that's not. No, it. yeah, no. that's the other guy. What's his name? Well, anyway, well, because anyhow. we all know that that guy. I mean, assumedly is going to be, you know, an important character. Like, because you know, people always are complaining, like, oh my god, why does Omega like the Durans? There his, you his, go, the Durans. Yeah, yeah. Duran. His, his mom is Issa, but I can't remember his name. Right. Yes. Oh well. Issa Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So we always we know that like this person's gonna be important to some degree. Mm-hmm. What that is, we right. don't really know yet. But um yeah, but anyway, I digress. And I think well and I think also we touched on it very briefly, but Stop touching we me. Really we really don't know as you said, Alyssa, all that much about Omega. Mm-mm. Still, she's and still we very did, we, mysterious. Yeah, super mysterious, and that's fine. And that's 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 it gives him something to build on. But I mean, sixteen episodes, and like we learned almost nothing new by the end, right? Beyond I guess what we were were given, we 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 don't really know. Yeah, it's like uh, like I mean, we, we do know we do know her origins, like at least where she's from, and... right? Which we got in episode one, I think, mm-hmm. or two. Yeah, I suppose it wasn't as direct, but we all kind of assumed. Yeah, um, um, we did and, get and then... we did get one, <clears throat> excuse me, one um, piece of information in the finale. We did, yes, and we'll like we can, we can talk either about talk about, about it later. now. Or I'll just yep. talk yep. about it in the in the um, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> and he's dead. 
Um, but what do you say? Should we just get into it? We can talk more about it. Yes, that is why we are here. That's mm-hmm. why we're here. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna do this uh, episode one, and then, uh, or sorry, episode fifteen, part one, and then episode sixteen, part two. Episode cool. fifteen, part one, return to Camino. Uh, oh, and I just want to say before we get into it, um, I mean, we've said this so many times, but the animation is so good. Oh my gosh. I, I like, yeah. I specifically, yes. Yes. what caught my eye in these episodes, um, were the, what I think that they're just getting so good at, um, and pr- like progressively better at is like how, and this, this has to do, I think just with like, you know, the development of their computers and what they're working with, but, um, the reflection of light mm. in episodes, like where, you know, like if there's a light source, like where the light bounces off of. Yeah. It makes it makes it that much right. extra real. And I, I'm just like I'm very cognizant of that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, so we are quickly reminded that Hunter has been taken by his brother Crosshair and is apparently being taken back to Kaminar. Uh, Crosshair turns on Hunter's beacon, knowing the rest of the Bad Batch will follow it into a trap uh, he has set for them. As they land a Camino, we get some familiar music themes from Attack of the Clones. I don't know if y'all you noticed yep. that, but I thought... Oh, that yeah, was the Camino themes. Oh, yeah. yep. Hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, hello. I know you. I know you. We get the impression right away... That Rampart doesn't give a flying poop about Crosshair and basically says it doesn't matter whether he deflects or not because the clones are all going to be gone soon. And which is just like we predicted. We all assumed that, that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega guides the Bad Batch to land on a super thick landing pad outside of the city on Camino. Um, which is apparently activated only when you're super hella close to the water. Very clever. Um, I liked that. I thought that yeah, was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so apparently Nalase had this tube transport system built in secret so that she could do her experiments in private. Um, they take the tube transport to Nalase's secret lab, and we get a cool reveal that this is where Omega and the Bad Batch were conceived. Um, and also that Omega, uh, was around the rest of the bad, um, was around when the rest of the bad batch were created, which means she's older than them. Yes. Uh, now that might not be a reveal necessarily. Uh, it just made me realize something that I hadn't really thought about that she could be the real age that her character looks like and just doesn't have the rapid aging like her brothers do. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is another theory out there, which you guys have may have heard about since then, um, uh, but that perhaps she has the opposite of rapid aging, and maybe she has, like, you know... She's Benjamin Button? (laughs) No, 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 not that. No, she has, like, slow aging. (laughs) So that, you know, I think that people are really hoping that she ends up, like, in a live-action series. You know, actually, I don't don't buy that because... um, uh, she'd be. She's around the ap- appropriate age a clone would be if, uh, if they didn't have accelerated growth. 
Like, yeah, so I that, agree. Like, I that, totally agree. Just, just, just from the time the clone project was started to where we are now. Like um, she's, would you? Is she? Do you think that she is around the same age as Boba, or maybe just a little younger? Question mark. It's got to be pretty well, close, right? Did uh, and forgive me for not remembering. Did we? Did we get an age on her? No. Mm-mm. Or or did we? Are we just guessing that she's? We're just guessing. We're just guessing. From I understand. Yeah. So do we think she? We we talked about this really and of course, early. But I don't even remember there... what we. Disagrees. Let us know. Yeah, I don't remember what we agreed on, but did she? We say she was like nine. I yeah, I believe that. Easy See, I think like she that. might be a little older. I think she could be like thirteen. But if she's gonna be the same age as Boba, and I believe Boba's in his early teens, so I mean, yeah, maybe that. I mean, because it is sort of a. It, it could out. be like a weird coming of age story, you know. Yeah, they're at least within like five to eight years of one another yeah but it, but my thing is if they're identical which i guess they could be because they're they're clones so they don't have to be born at the same time but i wonder yeah. if they they are exactly the same if they need to be the same i don't know well now the reason why i brought up the um the other theory about her aging or whatever is the question of why they want her blood so bad you know, and like, what what is what is special about her DNA that makes them like? Do you know? So, so if we're if we're gonna table the the force sensitive thing for now, even though I still think that's quite it's possible, still plausible, still plausible. Sure. I, sure. I think it's very possible. But if we're just looking at it from a genetic standpoint, all the work yeah. Nellisa is doing is to uh, no, sorry, Nanasa Thank you, Daniel. Thanks so much. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, all the work Nala Say is doing is to, I think in her words, refresh the the genetic material so newer clones can be made because they, they note that the Django strain of DNA is starting to break down. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, and if they want to keep the clone program going, they need to figure out a way either to rejuvenate it, which would make sense using Omega. Right, right, right. And um, but now remind me though, is it is it the is it the com- coming ons that want her blood, or is it the Empire that wants her blood, or is it both? I think that it's just the Kaminoans. I don't think the Empire wants it. Right. I, well, I'm not I mean, sure that. Mm. Well, I I still don't think the Empire is truly aware of what she is. I think she's. They just know a kid is running around with them. Maybe Crosshair uh, is privy to Crosshair is privy to the information, but like I don't, I don't remember Rampart ever specifically mentioning the girl. But Nala Say I wanted want her, blood, and, and it's for this reason. And because <laughs> you know, and we'll talk about this at the end of the episode probably. But because the Empire now has Nala Say, right, right. Shit, oh my God, spoilers! Well, Omega, Omega will become a. <laughs> a priority target for them probably yeah i think so well moving on (laughs) um i thought it was also interesting to note in this lab that there's only five bad bat five bad batch folks we know that came from this lab but there are like 12 test tubes that i saw Mm -hmm. at least i mean there could be more but that was i was just like 
pausing and counting how many tubes there were. And I was like, mm-hmm, okay. Um, so I don't know if that means that there's more Bad Batch out there or – which, you know, I could totally see if they're doing a season two. They're like, oh, here's a brand new batch of bad people. <laughs> um, or um, – Look at all these bad people. There are a batch of them. Um, yeah. Or maybe they're failed test things that they just got disposed of or um, God only knows. Um could be reading too hard into it too. Could be just extra tubes. <laughs> yeah, could just could just be a lab, but yeah, yeah. They don't. They you never know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just I don't just, know, and I don't care. We're just gonna again throw all the things. <laughs> I, I do and care. Like, oh my god, you remember that care. time I just said that one thing? Oh my god, I was so right. Um, I really said nothing. I just literally just counted the tubes. obvious. Yeah, just counted the tubes. I'm just a tube counter. Ah, okay? that's all I am. <laughs> it's just, a hard job. Someone's got to do it. I'm just a tube counter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we find um, the droid AZ. AZI? AZ? Azzy? It is what, AZI, what but they just call him AZ. AZ. Yeah. You droid know, AZ, AZ is there in the lab and lets them know that the clones are all gone and have been transported off world. And some resisted. Which gives more confirmation that Order 66 has its limits, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, we're going, where are the clones? Where did they go? Um, we get a scene where Hunter is planting more seeds of doubt into Crosshair about what he's doing and talking about how the inhibitor chip is what's causing him to not be himself. Oh, we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the Bad Batch find themselves in the Camino City now looking for Hunter and they tell Omega to stay behind his back up in case shit goes down. Um, And they take the elevator up to the testing room. We saw them fight in back in the beginning of the season. A fun full circle moment. Um, And it seems they walked right into Crosshair's trap. So, whoops. The Bad Batch send the distress signal to Omega, thinking she's going to escape. But, of course, she decides to help instead of because Abby. Because. Um, yeah, because that's what she does. She doesn't follow orders. Um, unfortunately, in her attempt to help by activating numerous dark troopers, she inevitably makes things debat- debatably worse. Debatable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh. Then we get more conversation between Crosshair and Hunter, where Crosshair opens up more about uh, with his feelings of disappointment that his brothers didn't give him a chance and left him. I did. I did like the the moment where the uh, the training robots came out, and you got a full circle moment to the bad bet from from episode one. To, I was totally to just yep. about to say that. Yes. Yeah. And the, 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 yeah, the music too. The, like we yeah, heard the bad the, batch theme the for the theme. first time, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh. They're back together again, y'all. Um, but also, I mean, I thought it was really interesting that they that they went down that route with um with Crosshair. Like he, he like he's like you you guys left me. You didn't even give me a chance, and that's like sort of the reasons he's giving for like being a dick. Which I mean, I don't necessarily trust or believe, but I was like. Very interesting choice. Um, um, 
where did I go? Oh, yeah, Hunter asks him how he can trust Crosshair, and Crosshair kills the other troopers in the room with one shot. Super badass. Don't know, defied the laws of physics, but really, really cool. Um, then Omega's dark troopers enter the room, and a fight ensues, and we get the Bad Batch scene playing the Bad Batch fighting each other as a family once again. Loved that moment. Um, then we find ourselves on Rampart's ship, and Tarkin calls him up on his Empire FaceTime app and asks <laughs> if the chief science scientists and clones are all are all off world. And then we get one of the sexiest callback lines of all time when Tarkin says, You may fire when ready. Oh my god. The Star Did you Wars squeal? boner that I had. I squealed. Yeah, definitely squealed. And eventually, the Imperial ships uh, start to lay waste to Camino with their blue pew-pews. Um, and then we get back to the Bad Batch, where Hunter is pointing a gun at Crosshair and once again tries to convince Crosshair that it's in his, the inhibitor's chips that's making him be a total dick. Uh, and then the big reveal, Crosshair says he had the chip removed a long time ago. Baker! <laughs> oh, my God. What? Um, How so, upsetting. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, 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 I guess before we move on, I mean, a question to you guys. I mean, is he lying or did he really take it out? Or, and if so, when did he do it? Um, was it after the blow to the head or, you know, when he almost got burned alive by the engine? I mean, like, I, I, I don't know if I trust him yet about this. He's, he's still grabbing his head. I know. And he does it, so, he does it, he does it again after he has mm-hmm. the conversation of, I took it out. Totally. And I don't know what to make of that. If it's does he does maybe is he being led to believe that he did that they did take it out, but they actually didn't. Could be. Maybe 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 he thinks he's telling the truth, but it's it's still in there. I don't. I I don't know. It's really really hard to trust anything he says or does. Totally. But but, it, but to your point, Daniel, does he even trust what he's saying? Like, yeah. is there something going on? Yeah, are they? Because he, still... he's struggling. The the, the guy is Poor struggling. Guy, he's going he's... through it. Well, yeah, because uh, if he, if in fact it was removed, and he has been, you know, by his own volition, behaving and doing and serving the empire in the way that he has the last some odd, you know, twelve episodes or whatever, or at least for a portion of them. Yeah, I I just I don't know. It seems it seems strange to me. Yeah, it because, seems because the unlikely. whole the whole monologue that he gave about like you left me and you were my family, like that and him serving the empire don't don't go together. They're not the same, totally. Yeah. I feel like he he's he's fighting the chip still is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um but yeah, that or, that that's, or I, I guess it's still plausible that it's not there. Yeah. And he's, now that it isn't there, he's, that is why he's so torn. Yeah, he's just confused. Especially after what he's already done. Because I assume that, because the chip doesn't like take your memory away. So like he remembers all the horrible things that he's done. Yeah. I don't know. Dino, are you praying? 
I am. I am. <laughs> I, I'm praying for enlightenment here. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're praying, I'm going to move on. So, um, we'll, we'll talk more about this. Of that's course, a, that's we will. a huge, huge, it is giant, a, giant, big, a big I'm undecided deal. plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do that. Um, Hunter goes ahead and stuns his bro, Crosshair. Um, he checks him for scars. To verify if he indeed had an inc- incision where the chip was, but it's covered up by where his burn mark is. So, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it, it, I think that they they did that on purpose, like for us, the audience. Oh, of course, of course. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we're now led to believe that, like, is he? I don't know. I'm anyway. Um, they scoop up their stunned bro and start to GTFO. And that stands for get the fuck out, in case you don't know. Um, we get this really deliberate and moody shot of each of the rooms in uh, on Camino sitting empty, which was, like, so chilling and um, and sad. And it, it kind of, for, I don't know about you, but for, I was getting, um, and maybe it's just because I had watched it sort of recently, but it gave me very much, like, Titanic vibes. You know, oh, sure, like in, sure. <laughs> in the movie where they're showing all yeah. the rooms of the Titanic before it goes down. Yeah. Um, well, and if you were yeah, a Clone then, Wars fan, th- that resonated. Like, that, oh, is emotional was, as hell. Yeah. Home. That was home. That was home for all your favorite mm-hmm. characters. And um, right. And it was kind of weird seeing a location that we've been so familiar with since we were kids when you know we saw it in theater and then just yeah. Get, Reduced to obliterated. Nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the yeah. Imperial ships rain their hellfire on the city and Camino is destroyed. And then they just effing end the episode there. Now I'm yep. I'm curious, um, do you feel what just what if? What if they ended the season there instead? Hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't have been mad about it. Honestly, I feel Neither like it would have been I. a cool, a, a much more ballsy. I mean, I would have been fucking pissed, but I've been like, wow, yeah, what a we would ballsy have been mad, move. But... Yeah, we'll talk more about the actual season ending when you get to it. But yeah, yeah. Um... Now, of course, the, it, it, what we what we've seen in most of like really all the Disney Plus shows that we've seen so far, the my favorite word, penultimate episode. Usually is the more whoa 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 whoa, whoa wee episode. Yeah, I mean and that's then, TV. That's generally how. Yeah, like I think a Game of Thrones too. Every time. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You know, and then you get the finale, and you're like, okay, oh. it's oh. just like more of a wrap up, mm-hmm. and like, and if there's another season, there's like a cliffhanger, wee wee. Um, but yeah, so I I think that people, yeah, people put more pressure on the finale than like i then maybe they should i don't know but i i understand like they people want more closure than well and it goes back to again reframing <laughs> the expectation of what we were getting like the, the fact the finale finale episode wasn't a or the fact that it was a character driven episode in and of itself doesn't bother me and i thought we no. actually got we finally got around to getting yeah some more answers. Yes. I think I was still in the headspace of, uh, man, I was expecting like clone civil war, like, like really moving along and, and, and that's okay. But 
It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, I think you were. I think it makes sense that that's kind of where we thought it was going to because this is an extension of Clone Wars, right? Which is, which is that, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Well. We got a whole other episode to talk about, so let's get into it. Uh, we got episode 16, the finale, Ultimo, Camino Lost, part two. Like the title says, Camino is now destroyed and fairly quickly sinking into the sea. It's showing out to see. <laughs> the Bad Batch are separated by a door attempting to seal the area shut. Uh, Crosshair, the droid, and Omega, Omega are left on one side with the water quickly rising, and Crosshair is stuck. We see some very heroic actions by Omega, clearly coming into her own there. I mean, you know, she's been showing a lot of that, like, in the last half of the season for sure. But like this, like, is like, like she's really like just taking it matters into her own hands. Yeah. She's not it. like trying to be on calm and be like, Hunt up, what, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she manages to free crosshair and they open the door and get, um, with their brothers. And I mean, yeah, she basically more or less did it on her, on her own, which is like so cool for her. Um, and uh, they make their way into a safer part of the building and start to plan what to do next. Um, Ormiga makes the suggestion to use the same transportation tubes that they use to get there. Um, Crosshair makes fun of them for taking orders from Omega, which is funny. Um, and true, because it's like, wow, you're taking yep. kid, like taking orders from kid. Even, well, I mean, you know, technically she is older. She's older than them. Yeah, so she is kind of their superior. <laughs> she was homeschooled, but she is older than them. Yeah, right, right. Right. Um, so they make their way into the tubes and try to make it back to Nalase's laboratory. And let me tell you, this part gave me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if I was just in the right mood, but I bit my fingernails all the way off because, like, they just the ambiance, the ambiance of the scene was just set up so well. Like the music, the cracking glass, the sound effects, the giant sea monster lurking out in the shadows. I don't know, and all those all those clone tubes sinking to the bottom of the ocean. It's just oh, it was, it's, it was so melancholic. so it was, ominous. Yeah, it's just it's just really really spooky. Um. Yeah, like I, I, I also, I mean, like I don't, I don't have like a, no, I guess yeah, I have a fear of deep water for sure. Like I, I, it's that, it's that, that fear of like looking down into the water and seeing nothing but black, but knowing it just goes on for infinity. That's just, and then the worst part of it, like you see like a shadow move or something like that, and you don't know what it is. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have like dreams about that shit. But um, so yeah, just going through my 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 nightmares basically. So fun. Um, <laughs> they make it into the lab just barely. Um, thankfully, being able to shock the sea creature enough to get it off the tube. Also, uh, can I just say, like, I feel, and it kind of dawned on me as as I was watching this scene. I was like. Yeah. We've had so many scary sea creatures in the last like couple of yes. things that we've watched. Yeah, we had um, last week in What If uh-huh. and uh, Starro, 
in yep. Suicide Squad. And yep. now this. I was like, wow, they really want everyone they in the world to be terrified of scary sea creatures. We're digging into Well, I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, I think that, like, we find the most alien-like mm-hmm. creatures in the sure. ocean, for sure. Well, and think and about how unexplored Earth is. There's so much we and, don't know mm-hmm. about it. I yeah, mean, we've only- you talk about dinosaurs. I'm not saying they're dinosaurs down there, but if you consider like an alligator is a dinosaur, technically speaking, yeah, who Lord knows, knows what is down sitting there. down there. Correct. Yeah, there, I think we Godzilla. only have like like even isn't it like less than 10 percent of the ocean like mapped or something? Am I crazy? I think se- I think 70 percent remains undiscovered. That's insane. That's literally it's some huge number. I mean, don't quote me on that, but it's a big number. It's a really we've lived yeah, on this earth yeah. for so long. How is that possible? So crazy. Anyway, it's more mysterious to us than our solar system is at the moment. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Put it that way. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, so we get a similar moment to early on in the season when um, Omega sitting down with Crosshair and um, her and she's consoling him. Um, he interestingly, again, what you said, um, Dino puts his hand on his head in a way that looked up for interpretation. But I mean, like, I think that we were all led to believe that he's like, 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 oh my God, my interpreter chip, you know? Um, (laughs) but you could also just be like, ouch, you know, from what we just went through. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure that they're trying to like confuse us, but I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he's, he's still complaining about us in her chip, but could be wrong. Could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it just felt like a callback to like, <laughs> I'm reminded of, uh, Wreckers, like, like Head nine out. episode long journey. With <laughs> his... Oh, it's, it still hurts, but worse. Oh. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> um, poor guy. Uh, they come up with the crazy idea to put themselves in the tubes that they were born in, um, blow up the windows of the lab, and float their way to the surface with the help of AZ. Um, AZ attempts to make sure the Bad Batch dodge any debris that is still sinking. Um, this Omega- was the section that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Just pure anxiety. Oh, God, yes, yeah. Like, like if, We're just so. going to, so yeah, we got the fear of deep water, well, but we're also going to put you in a coffin. <laughs> yeah, and if anything hits you, it could... Like crack the glass, crack the glass, and you're bye bye. And dead. you're dead, right? Yeah, that was awful. I did. Um, so yeah, then of course Omega gets caught up in some sinking debris, and AZ comes mm-hmm. to the rescue, and he's able to free her and gets her to safety, but not before completely running out of batteries, which I gotta admit really bummed me out. I yeah, it was <laughs> surprisingly sad. more than I thought it would, and it was so sad. He like full on sacrificed his whole entire life to oh! to get the bad batch. To safety. Yeah. Just, he's like, his purpose was complete and he Mm -hmm. just fucking died. Um, We ran out of batteries. I'm sorry. They can't die. Um, And then (laughs) when we get even more hardcore hero shit from Omega, I mean, suffice it to say, if it were me, I, knowing that the giant sea creature was out there, there's zero chance I would have been like, bye, AZ. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we'll remember you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> you just sang Sarah McLaughlin to him as he's sinking to the bottom. In the oh my God. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, definitely uh, wouldn't have done what she did. 
Um, she releases herself from the pod and goes after the sinking dead uh, battery. Bat- she goes after <laughs> the sinking dead battery droid and gets to him, but can't get her up by herself. And then we see Crosshair on the surface point um, point the gun down into the water and manages to shoot a retrieving thing um, <laughs> at the droid and reels them up like he's deep sea fishing. Um, wow, that was a pretty good shot. Just shooting into the water. Good for him. I guess that's why they call it's him kind Crosshair. Of, yeah, that's kind of, it. Uh, what he does. That's his sort wow. of his thing. Uh, the Bad Batch finally make their way to the landing pad they arrived on, and we get one final scene between Crosshair and his brothers. Crosshair inevitably decides to not go with them and still sides with the Empire. Idiot! Um, even though the Empire is just an abusive boyfriend. Crosshair, girl, <laughs> I get it. We've all been there, honey. Sometimes we just got to learn the hard way. He just doesn't love himself enough. That's it. You're exactly right. It's that self-esteem shit. It gets to you every time. We've all been there. (sighs) Anyways. Um, (laughs) Hunter says they don't have to be the enemies, even though they want different things. Omega thanks Crosshair for saving them before getting on their ship. And then they peace the F out. Um, And then... We get the cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. We see a ship land on another planet with an Imperial base. It seems this is where the clones and Nala Say have been taken to. We see a human Imperial scientist with the same outfit that we see Pershing from Mandalorian in. And she says the Empire has big plans. Or sorry, the Empire has big Things planned for you. Yikes. The end. Oh, my goodness. So, um, my God. So, like, do we think, um, do we think that that is part of what we'll see in season two? Or are they just, you know, setting up more for what we're going to be seeing in The Mandalorian? Both. 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 Um... So, interesting note about this planet we are on at the end. Oh, please, give us more. Okay. So, uh, if you're listening to this and you're familiar with the expanded universe, and when I say that, I mean all of the stuff that used to kind of be canon, but Disney erased. Mm. Right. But well, they're slowly they like have, making canon. <laughs> they they have yet again reintroduced a, a location. Oh, um, here we go. Here we go. And it... Once I tell you, it will be very clear where they're going with this. Mm. So this is the planet Wayland. Oh, my God. I know a guy named John Wayland. We all do. Hello, John. (laughs) Hello, John. (laughs) Hello, John. (laughs) Hello, John. (laughs) So Wayland, uh, there was a, a facility built into this mountain called Mount Tantis. And Mount Tantis housed a base where Palpatine kept a lot of his secret Sith artifacts, uh, different technologies. Uh, it was also a research center. Uh, and this place notoriously is home of one of the more ridiculous stories in the expanded universe where Luke Skywalker is cloned off of his, uh, off of the hand he lost mm. on Bespin. Uh, oh, so that, okay, got it. That so because um, I mean I, I I haven't read that um 
I have that comic. Um, that the one that just the Darth came out. Vader. Yeah, issue. the Darth Vader comic, and so that that particular scene takes place on this planet. So that 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 is where it was done, and that this planet oh, is first okay. introduced in Heir to the Empire, which uh, was Timothy Zahn's first novel, and mm. he's the guy behind Thrawn. This is where he introduced Thrawn, and mm. um, so interesting that probably most of that gets thrown. I think the bit about Do Luke you think gets we're thrown get out. Thrawn? I don't. I don't know if they'll attach even Thrawn to mm. this. Maybe. I mean, it's like young, it's possible. He's around. Thrawn just this is around the base. time. I believe this is not long after the time he uh, makes contact with the Republic slash Empire. It was around this time. I so. mean, honestly, mm. if they're if if they're gonna start planting Thrawn seeds, that would be freaking cool. But, but I think I think more importantly, though, this location we have begun the work of retroactively giving the story for Palpatine's return. Yeah. yeah. And and we yeah. all kind of assumed that this was yeah. what they were going to do, that they were going to... And they're going to do other things with it as well, but you don't introduce this planet in particular and and this mountain base, which is steeped in Palpatine history. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, this is their way there. of explaining yeah. it. What was the, uh, what was the, the line that Pippin said in... The Rise of Skywalker, you know, secrets only the <laughs> Sith knew or something like that, right? But yeah, yeah, I like how yep. he still used his his Lord of the Rings name. <laughs> yeah, it's just who he is forever. I'm like Pippin. What? Oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. Mary, not Mary, Pippin. not yeah. Pippin. How I was dare like, wait, you? Where, where was where was I was Pippin like Pippin. Pippin's in a dupe. Sorry, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Join but... us. But what about second <laughs> breakfast? Oh, you did the musical theater reference I did. today. You're oh, welcome. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So, um, uh, so yeah, so they're they're literally going to explain whatever that line is. We're gonna see. Hope maybe we'll see those Sith secrets that nobody ever knew or whatever. If we get right. a live action young Palp, who do you two want to play him? Uh, this is an easy answer for me because it almost happened. Say um, it. Matt Smith. Okay. Oh sure. Daniel. I want it to be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, about a year ago, a bunch of uh, fan art was kind of like blowing all over the place um, of Tom Hiddleston oh, as a that's young interesting. Pop, mm-hmm. And he looked pretty dope. I could see it. I just sure. remember like er- in the early stages of the creation of The Rise of Skywalker that they, were, they had cast a rejuvenated Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Part of the storyline was he was able to rejuvenate himself, and so he he looked younger, I guess. And Matt Smith was allegedly that character. So he had that scene from. Have you guys seen Death Becomes Her? Yeah, of course. I don't... <gasps> Do you have, have I not seen Death Becomes Her? <gasps> I don't think so. Oh, it's such oh. a wonderful film with uh, Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep and. Um, yeah, I haven't. Oh my god. Oh, it's Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. god. It's just wonderful. You'd like but it. I, you'd like it, Dino. Yeah, it's actually very funny. Um the but there's a scene where Meryl Streep like takes the the potion and she looks herself in the mirror and like her boobs like like slowly go sh- sh- and like raise up. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that's what Falcon did. <laughs> She's like specifically with his boobs. Yeah, specifically with his tits. Or or, or other like, areas. Oh, I'm a girl. <laughs> 
Yeah, Matt Matt Smith would be incredible. I um Yeah, I'd watch I, that. I, I he was so so great in the crown and Oh, he's excellent. He's yeah, a coon. I'd be on board for that, but yeah, the the photos of Tom Hiddleston, I was like, ooh. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston could really do no wrong either. I I feel like the we'd see a young Palpatine if they ever did a decided to do a Darth Plagueis. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would be neat. Anything with him. I want that. I want that. I want. I wanted that, but I was one of those sequel trilogy people who's like, like before. I remember before Force Awakens. I was convinced Darth Plagueis was going to be like that. Was where it was going. The dude. I was one of those people, and well, you were not alone. It just made sense, but yeah, that's why it was. You mean in in the prequel? What? No, in the I was saying the sequel. Force Awakens. Oh, sorry. Yes. Before Force Awakens came out, I was like this. Yeah, I was like Plagueis was going to be the dude. Yeah, would have been neat. It would. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay that's, that's all right it's okay we're okay everything's fine i'm i'm all right everything's fine well here's the thing i mean like if if you know we we said we were like we were fairly certain that dave filoni was gonna go and and fix the sequels and i think he's really doing exactly that and i i want to trust him and uh let him tell his story and and then and then at the end of it all watch the rise of skywalker and be like i now don't completely hate this <laughs> i never completely hated it no, no i know i'm never being complete. ridiculous i didn't really completely hate it either it, it grew with time but the, <laughs> the resentment grew with time but it's i don't hate it no no yeah no. that's very strong words like star wars is star wars is star yeah, wars yeah we're not those kind of star wars fans that's correct i really just enjoy privately it. i am yeah, I, I, I was very journals. entertained. I my ate all thoughts. of my popcorn. and <laughs> Show me where the Rise of Skywalker touched you. That's what I wrote. In my <laughs> <journal>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Um, it's so funny because I just remembered, like, watching the, um, like, the, uh, the first teaser trailer, like, got me more emotionally than the actual film did. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That happens quite a bit these days with the yeah. stinking trailers. Like the hearing... Star Wars trailers are they deserve awards because they're always like, ah, they got me. They got yeah, me they back in. Got me. Like mm-hmm. I remember when they they because they 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 showed the scene um, with um, C three PO saying like, I'm just looking at my yep. friends one last time, you know, or whatever. Like it's I was like, like oh. My God. oh! I yeah. like completely sobbed my eyes out, and then yeah. like hearing Palpatine's cackle at the end, I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" Like that was such a good trailer. Holy shit! Yeah, it was incredible. Um, I remember anyway. that for, the the Force Awakens, uh, the the one they showed at Celebration. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god, nothing will ever top that. No, no and that moment, that 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 just that moment was a Chewie were home. That was a collective, like, yeah, collective universal squeal that the whole entire, just the whole world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, to have been apart from it for so long and then to to hear him say that, it was like, oh, my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that? I mean, well, can you believe, for a second, can you believe that, uh, we are further away from the prequels than the prequels were from Return of the Jedi <laughs> yeah, when they came out. That's so gross. 
That's crazy. How so, disturbing is that? We are further from the Phantom Menace than the Phantom Menace was from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Old, we're old, we're old, we're old, we're old. Um, Guys, I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think Rotten Tomatoes gave season one of Bad Batch? Mm. Don't look. It gave it an 83. What do you think, Alyssa? I think it gave it a 79. Okay, 83 and 79. Now, what would you give it? Would you would you agree with your own assessment or with Rotten Tomatoes assessment? No. I would give it a 75. Okay. I I would give it a I would give it 1 point higher than Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> in my prediction. I would give it an 80. <laughs> nice. Okay. The actual score was 87%. Oh, that's high. Oh. Yeah, actually, I thought that was surprisingly high too. The, you know, it was closer in his uh, original prediction. But yeah. um, sucks to suck. I believe, if I remember right, because I didn't write it down, but I think that um, Dino was more on the money with the uh, the user score, which was, I think, eighty three percent. Well, I am a user. You are a user. Yeah, I think I would probably go more with what the user said and probably be around like an eighty three for me. Because I that's I what you would give myself. it. Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, I sent a really solid B minus. Mm-hmm. And and really, I mean, truly, I think really mostly just for the reasons of it being like longer than it needed to be. Yeah. 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 Um. Otherwise, I think I, I probably would have given it like a like a like a good old B plus. I just I, I'm thinking about right now the question that you asked us earlier about, you know, would you rather have more episodes and do, you know, more character development or less episodes and boopity boops. Yeah. I'm just thinking about right now how how I felt after season one of Mandalorian. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that Mando, even more so than the final trilogy of movies, it um, it made me insanely, insanely excited about Star Wars. Sure. Again. Yes. So much so that it, after that season one finale of Mandalorian, I literally, I felt the way that I felt when I was a kid when shows would end for the season. Yeah. Where I was like, I cannot mm-hmm. believe that I have to wait another, like, Year. You know, X amount of time, another year to see this. I cannot believe that. I'm so mad, oh. and I'm also so excited for that. And Wait, I why can't... am I going crazy right now? I can't get, I can't get um, Luke Skywalker out of my head. What happened at the the end of season one? Um, the dark saber. Oh my god, the dark and, saber! Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, season two of Mando as well. And God, that was oh my God! What an emotional. <laughs> that one was an emotional. <laughs> I mean, every week was like, oh man, yeah. holy cow! Yeah, that one was that season put us through it. But I just think about that, and I think about how it just really left me wanting more. So I think I'm gonna change my answer. That was a really long-winded way of saying that I'm gonna change my answer to what I said earlier. In that, yes, I do love and appreciate character development, but I would rather have less episodes 
than wanting more. Than more. Yep. I, I, I feel you on that too. I would I rather finish the series feeling the way that I felt with Mando seasons one and two. Mm. Okay, let me add another thing. Do you feel like had they squished the episodes together mm. and made them into uh like less episodes but like hour Longer. long? Mm-hmm. Like they did with the first episode. Do you think that you wouldn't have minded like I still think that there's about 40 to 60 minutes worth of content in this season that wasn't super essential. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it wasn't fun, not that I didn't enjoy my time. Sure. But I'm just saying as far as the full package of a show is concerned, mm-hmm. I would rather have it be trimmed and Yeah, cuz it, well, it, it I kind of about... felt like they were they were painting with very broad strokes cuz they were like they were they were focusing a lot on um uh, you know introducing characters and introducing opening up storylines right mm-hmm. like you know introduce, introducing us to new locations mm-hmm. um but yeah not like opening up a lot of new quests but not finishing any of them <laughs> yeah right well and i think about like episode 1 to kind of go back to your question about length or what length would be suitable episode um, one was a masterpiece th- that's what i'm saying if you had less episodes that were about an hour long i think what they could have achieved or they would have maybe achieved a better result, result. i think i think so too because that that first episode they covered a lot of ground but they also left enough to build a season off of but sure. i mean they they but they 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 really set pad. the stage, right? Um, and if you hadn't bought into the idea of the Bad Batch, you did after that episode because it's so compelling. Right. This era of Star Wars is still relatively un- untouched, like what it looked like right after the Empire sunk its teeth in. And, yeah. Um, and it is kind of weird that they, like, you know, episode one wasn't a part one and part two, but... Uh, episode but fifteen and sixteen was... were part one, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it did because that that was that was one complete episode for sure, right, right. Um, I mean, I know it was literally just because, like, oh, we need sixteen episodes, so <laughs> I think if they had um fifteen, they probably would have done exactly that. But mm-hmm. uh, um, what what did you guys find most compelling about? this season and that what what gets you excited for a season two now that we know that's what's happening the most compelling um i mean honestly i it's funny we talked about all the the character development and like you know they're not i i i i just i i really do like them as a family i think it's very like sweet and endearing um uh I am like very intrigued about what the empire is up to, like what the f is going on um with their like you know because I mean I think we kind of sort of have a hint as to where it's headed, but there's still so much mystery behind that um yeah, yeah, very intrigued about that um 
this Rampart character actually like is has grown. I thought he was gonna like not last long for some reason, but like he's really yeah. grown on me, and like I like I can't wait to see like his sort of probably inevitable downfall because i mean we don't really see him anywhere else so some something says that he's probably not going to make it yeah um well and i appreciate that he's a little different it didn't seem like this at first that he's a little different than the other imperial officers yeah they all have they're all kind of in that same broody uh power temperament but but Thrawn is a gentleman. Tarkin is a really savvy political operator. Krennic is a white, like a very whiny baby. Um, <laughs> and this guy is just like a sociopath, yeah. right? Yeah, kind of like he, he's different the, from he's Thrawn the in that, of like the Thrawn Isles. He's the Hans of right. the of the, <laughs> totally. the Star Wars Isles. Like I think about Thrawn, and like as as treacherous and awful as he can be, he has respect for things, or mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. like he values things. Sure. Um, and if you've read the books, you understand a lot of what he does is is about ultimately securing his people's future. But this guy Rampart, it's like, oh, you're just a you're just a sociopath, right? Like you, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, him standing um, on the the bridge of the Imperial ship, like while Kamina was getting shot, and like just the look on his face, and like, yeah, I was like, oof. This guy is a spooky guy. Just showing no, no emotion at all. Yeah, he's a definite sociopath. Yep. Oh, what about you, Alyssa? What was um, I think, compelling? I think pretty much what both of you said, honestly. I think that the, the thing that's really exciting to me about this kind of area of Star Wars is that there are so many possibilities are so many unanswered questions on how things went from where we ended now just you know bad batch to mandalorian right um so that's always exciting to me because i'm like that as a um, as writers like gives them so much playroom and so so many possibilities so like i i love that as as a you know artsy fartsy kind of gal um yeah and i i really do enjoy the the bad batch i hope that they can continue to grow on what they are and not just kind of still because it rehash yeah not just like have the same because that's what's so so amazing about you know the original trilogy um because they never (laughs) they never knew that they were gonna be a trilogy Sure. You know? right. So like they were like, oh, my gosh, we get to make another one. So let's yeah. like let's really freaking what what's going to be happening with Luke? What's going to be happening with Leia? Like what what's different about Han in, in this, you know, in this setting than the last movie? And well, yeah, I mean, you I mean, I think um, I know probably maybe the most out of the three um, like Luke's journey from the first film to the last one. Oh, is yeah. just like no, it's incredible. Yeah, right. so Huge it has change. yeah, it has the I mean, ability. Like, oh, Tashi does counter converters <laughs> to like this like blah blah blah. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. So I hope that they, I hope that they do that, and we we don't just see the same old bad batch. You know, I hope totally. that we do get some more growth from Omega. I hope that we do get some. I hope that they continue to like elevate, yeah, who they are and what yeah, they do. Yeah. 
I and, and yeah, yep. their individuality. Yeah, I totally agree with that. 100%. Yeah, rather than just like not, you know, group mind, family mind, or whatever. Like all of the what we did, we did get from Crosshair. You know, this season. Yeah, I think he had a very interesting. I, I, I Crosshair's arc was was interesting. I, I, yeah, I, 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 like, I, I hope like, that they leaned more into that. But um, I feel like but, Hunter's whole arc was kind of in the first like couple of episodes. Yeah, becoming yeah. a father. Be, yeah, like being like, okay, we don't work for the Republic anymore, and we don't want to work for the Empire, and so yeah. here's that. And then also now we have a kid, and yeah. how does that work? Um. Wrecker's, yeah. Wrecker's arc was fun, like, because it was a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Yeah, but, but mean, as far as, like, tech fun. and, um, why am I blanking on the, and, um, tech, tech and, and who's the other, why can't I remember the last member of the Bad Batch? It's tech. Well, you might as well. Echo, for God's Echo, sake. For Echo, for God's Echo. sake. Yeah. Yeah, Echo, Echo got sidelined. Yeah, like, bit. he was, like, nothing. He was just nothing in this season, except for in the the one like political episode when they rescue that um, senator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had some stuff there. Anyways, yeah, those are those are my thoughts about. I was gonna say I'm excited. That- I'm excited that we do get more time with them, but I hope that they really do stuff with the with the characters. Yeah, yep. same. And I, 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 I want to remind us all again, you know, we do this with every show, but we do need to, to curb our, our um, expectations on really every show that we watch because, you know, we're all like really like everybody out there is a great writer. <laughs> you know? Oh, sure. We all have really great ideas of what shows could be. Um but also, it's it's sometimes it's fun to just sit back, relax, and 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 watch what we're given, you know, and and right. and absolutely, yeah, you know. Um, I would say I'm excited about Omega. I'm going to be really interested to see if they intend for her to be around for a long time, if if she does face the period of disillusionment where she loses the mm. child childlike wonder mm-hmm. and. That would be earnestness, and mm-hmm. I would be interested to see that. Not just for the sake of her being a dark character. I'm not saying sure. that, but just I, see actual adversity and what it looks like. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you seeing what she would be like if you if you took something from her and and force her to grow up and yeah, um, that'd be, so that'll, that'll be, be interesting. Intense. And it's already begun. Like she she's had a a difficult few weeks and months here i mean watching her home sink to the bottom of the ocean is yeah it's tough um though i i imagine she has mixed She's been feelings some about drama it. um i do think the most compelling thing there's there's two things for a season two the first i think is crosshair as a character uh the more crosshair was involved in this season the better it got yeah in my opinion um, totally agree because there is such a great struggle struggle there and unpacking the psychology of sticking with the empire even though they abandoned him um no yeah that's like and, i was saying he, i mean it, it is kind of like yeah. an abusive boyfriend <laughs> yeah for sure but but uh, but in the context of like he got angry at his brothers for doing the same right in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a different way but what 
so he's making the calculation that I will survive with these people, which is right, very ironic be, like, considering the they side. just tried to kill him. Right. So um, seeing how that unfolds. He just wants to be on unfolds, the winning side, that's all. Right, right, yeah. And uh, he's also a soldier, and he does, as they all do, they all come from Django Fett. So there is a, uh, a, a sense of honor and duty and you see it with boba it's like he you know when he agrees to go rescue grogu it's like i mean i don't think a bounty hunter would do that like most bounty hunters don't have uh that moral code right like this is a tit for tat i'll do this for you since you did this for me there's always money involved so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's interesting to see that crosshair is making this decision free of anything but a sense of duty and and maybe the calculation that I will live longer, <laughs> but, um, and then also uh, getting a further explanation on on what the expiration date is on these chips, and if right. that does still inevitably lead us to what we thought was going to happen at the end of this season, a big confrontation between an imperial for you know the old imperial force that is now kind of snapping out of it, as it were, and stormtroopers, and I think that's still in the cards. Um, I think it's to totally still on the plate. Yeah, it, that we just anticipated it too soon. I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm super interested to see all of that, and I'm interested to see, you know, the further development of this cloning technology and how it links to Mando. And uh, I imagine we'll see. Uh, well, we we didn't see. Um, what's his face? Uh. Oh, uh, the bounty hunter. I mentioned him earlier in the oh, episode. Oh, Cad, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad Bane's still out there. Yeah, so he's probably coming back, you'd think? And and we probably will get more would, of... Um, yeah. What's her face? If, if the, Fennec. If, Fennec Shand. If they're setting up Cad Bane for a live-action depiction, I'm going to friggin' oh, God. lose it. That would be very neat. I have wanted that since the first time they introduced him all those years ago. I just... Love the blue-skinned cowboy mm-hmm. outlaw because it's, <laughs> it's just, just so, so unique. Good. To yeah, it, yeah, yes. Who who yes. voices him? Um, uh, let me pull up oh, the name yeah. again. He's Please the same guy who voices Dooku. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. He's so good. I was um, just thinking about who I'd want in the live-action version of that character. Uh, Corey Burton is the uh, Corey Burton. Corey Burton. Okay. Yeah. He's very, very, very good. Um, yeah. Oh, live action Cad Bane. Oh. Bernadette Peters. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. You, you know, better come over here. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Worst Bernadette, Bernadette Peters All ever. for Uvals. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I would have... Because he's he's a, a slend, kind of a tall, slender guy. Yep. This wouldn't really work, but I would love to see like a would Josh Brolin boys. play a Cad Brain. Oh, Cad who with that Josh Brolin? Oh, okay. But he's not the. I don't think he's the right body because Josh Brolin is just they'd a have very to do big some, man. Uh, yeah. They'd, he'd have to like walk around in a like he did for fucking um, Thanos. Uh, what's his face? Thanos. Th- yeah, like for Thanos, but they just have to do the opposite what they what they did for Thanos. <laughs> you know who I want in that part, and I didn't think about it until just now, but I think it could be really cool. Hmm. Oh. Matthew McConaughey. 
Oh, my God. Oh, oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that, sure. Oh, God, yes. That yeah, feels all right. right. All right. Right? <laughs> I need to call somebody. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of call. like a he's kind call. of like a spooky cowboy. <laughs> yeah, that, totally. I, I, that that would be amazing. That would be cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. I know he's Somebody been trying get to get into Mar. I know to... he's been trying to get into Marvel, but hey, yeah, being Star Wars, will. why not Star but, Wars? Oh, somebody needs to make that call immediately. Immediately. Yeah. I just thought of it. I'm like, who? I'm like, who? Yeah, off that, the, right that's... off the top of my head is just kind of like a. Like menacing. I'm, I'm doing an internet search to see if anybody's made only this, if Bernadette uh, Peters isn't available. <laughs> yeah, he's second right. choice yeah. only to Bernadette. I'm, yeah. I, I want to see if somebody has made this fan art yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? We, we probably made him a I mean, maybe. Okay, well, there is an article that says, "What about Matthew McConaughey's Cad Bane?" So oh my God, right see, on, you're right on the money, go. Alyssa. Yeah, uh, if you have a good idea, somebody ob- already has already had it 14 every years ago. Time. Yeah. No, it just means you're you're, you're right on the money as yeah, far as uh, that you're definitely right on. About I would that. never, I that never occurred to me. I can't. Has somebody done some some art? I want to see this. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about Bernadette Peters. Oh, what a jip! Yeah. Uh, not not Bernadette. I do see Patty Lapone here. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Come with me, little girl. <laughs> you don't understand a word she says. It's like, Well, okay. Well, all right. Well, that, 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 that your, was a, keep that in your yeah, um, fantasy back pocket. If that, if that ever happens, some, oh, he, someday. he has the perfect voice for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have to do much. Um, um, that's cool. And he's already pretty skinny, too. Yeah, he's, he's a, skinny he's a guy. slender guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got so oh, yeah. skinny for that one movie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was spooky. It was very spooky. You know who yeah, I do want to see make a... I, I, I want to see make a Star Wars entrance is uh, Javier Bardem. Oh. He could play a sure. really scary somebody. He would be great. Yeah. Scary anybody. I was thinking about honestly. it. Scary I was anybody. thinking about it because he's, <laughs> he's in Dune, but he's famous for playing very... Very scary people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to make room for him. Yeah, I'd watch it. Everyone makes some room. Well, I mean, that was that was the bad batch. That was it. That was the bad batch. And Season we're one. Gonna have to wait a year to find out what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. But we've got a book of Boba Fett this December. Yeah, this is a present oh we all deserve. The There'll be some threads, mm-hmm. and that we still are, don't uh, have similar. a date on Mando season three, right? I, I no, I I, I believe they had said it was going to be sometime early next year, like oh March, early, oh that's good, Marchish. Oh, I'm glad they, they're okay. shooting it's right early. now. That sounds, I I love the sound of that. Or they're getting ready, they're getting ready to shoot, so maybe it'll be a little later. But oh, if they can make it back to back, like year. we end Boba and we go straight into Mando, I'd be so happy. That would but be it'll, it'll be great. sometime in the first half of next year. I, I would that would be imagine. super. So much to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I know. We need to get the Star Wars engine revved back up. It's like the, Bad Batch has been great, but we know the, the meat and potatoes of Star Wars is the live action. Yeah. Um, yes. And it is coming. It is coming. It is coming. It is coming. Um. Great. Well, anything else you need to say about Bad Batch before we wrap this mother up? You're good? I am job. job. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Hvor shit, gonna cool, man. Lovely to meet you. Um, great. Lovely. Well, that was the Bad Batch season one. Thanks for coming along with us. We enjoyed it. We did. And yeah, this is uh, Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe.